Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third and final part of our relationship series. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about our relationships with our children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about this one. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. There's a lot of, you know, pieces and parts of relationships with our kids. I think that it'll be fun to talk about. I think it's just very different than like your relationship with a spouse or even just like friends. I feel like it's very unique. It's very, at least in my, in my opinion, do you feel that way? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that Charlotte and Thea are the only people that I'll ever have the type of relationship I have with them. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get into that discussion though, we just have a little bit of housekeeping. We obviously, we opened up our shop. We have merch available. It is live right now. It is on Etsy. It will be linked in the show notes. And through the end of this month, April, we are offering free shipping on any orders over $35 as a thank you to our listeners and supporters. And that will be, yeah, that, that's just automatic. There's no code or anything. After $35, you'll have free shipping on anything from our shop. Yeah. And the cool thing about the merch is there is literally so many options. You can get a short sleeve t-shirt, a long sleeve, a crew neck, a, a like over the shoulder hoodie. You could get a zip up hoodie, a mug. Literally there, the options are endless. So it's very customizable to, you know, and in so many colors. Oh yeah. There's a lot of color options too. Yeah. So many, I think there's a different color option for everything except for the sticker and the coffee mug. Mm -hmm. Uh, So literally go on there. There's so many different colors. I couldn't decide obviously on just a few. So there are a lot of color options there uh, that are a lot of fun. And I would love to see some people with like different colored oh obviously too if you order anything please tag us in it you know post a picture tag us in it and let us know at the very least let us know what you think how the quality is like all that good stuff like feedback um on that kind of stuff is going to be great for us Mm -hmm. and know that with you know with you uh sporting our new merch essentially just allows us to continue and not just continue but to like grow what we're doing here um and everything in benefit of you know our listeners like I feel like everything we do we really do keep our listeners like core in mind and Mm -hmm. as excited as we were to just you know have merch it really goes so much farther than that is and like okay so what can we do what's our future going to look like as we like continue to like grow um you know that when you're when you're buying merch you're you're supporting us in in growing this little podcast that we have and we we truly truly appreciate it a hundred percent like more than anything it makes us so happy the other thing that we wanted to bring attention to is spin for a cause yeah it's getting closer the sun is out. Um, Spin for a Cause is going to be June 18th downtown at the Midnight Sun Festival here in Fairbanks, Alaska. 
we are sponsoring a front row bike, um, which essentially just means we are hoping to fundraise $500 or more for specific organizations that bring light to suicide prevention. Um, Caroline is one of them. We'll, ha we'll have to list them down in the show notes, but if you are interested in, don in donating, you can do so through the link in the show notes. Um, and I don't, I, every time I think about it, I just keep coming back to Molly's episode. Yeah. Um, and it just makes me, it just, I just, yeah. It's like, that's why, you know, that's why we're, that's doing why, yeah, that's yep. why we're doing stuff. So if you haven't listened to Molly's episode, um, go do so and let us know if you have questions on spin for a cause, but if you're local, at least come downtown hoot and holler and watch us get our ass kicked on a spin bike, hopefully in nice hot weather. Yeah. Oh yeah. And by the way, I will be spinning. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know we've said in the past that I'll just be there cheering and supporting, but no, I will be on a bike. We figured that out. <laughs> It'll be good. Good time. Yes. Very fun. I can't wait. Okay. So <laughs> One of the things that we've talked about uh, just briefly uh, in the last couple of days was the ultimatum. Obviously, if you've listened to, I think it was the relation, the romantic relationships episode, we did discuss, no, it was the hot topics episode mm -hmm. where we mm -hmm. talked about um, some stuff going on in the world. We talked about Love is Blind on there. Love is Blind did a kind of, I wouldn't even call it a spinoff, but somehow it's in the same brand same hosts same hosts they talked about the ultimatum on love is blind at like the reunion or something mm -hmm. anyways somehow we both binged this uh show without talking to each other about it and and of course realized that we had and then you know gave some quick opinions and that was it but the show's crazy the premise I feel is crazy yeah but something that's kind of tied into the the discussion that we're talking about these the premise is there's a couple one gives the one person gives the other person an ultimatum basically you need to propose or slash marry me or I'm out and also after they give them the ultimatum they there's six couples they all go to this one place and then they have to date each other and find someone else to like do a trial marriage, a three-week trial marriage with before doing another three-week trial marriage with their original partner. And at that point, at the end of that three weeks, they need to decide whether or not they're going to move forward in that relationship, the new relationship that they just started with a random person, or just be single, basically. Mm -hmm. That's the premise. But in both of those three-week trial marriages, they have to take each other to their family, generally their parents, right? So like as a parent, obviously we have not gotten anywhere close to that stage, but as a parent, how do you think you would feel if your daughter at this point was doing something like this, where they were knowingly allowing their spouse or not their spouse, their significant other of quite a while because all these people have been together for like two plus years um they're giving them an ultimatum and then also just knowing that they're 
likely to hook up with someone else in these three weeks, live with this other person, just doing this in general, this experiment or experiences, they keep calling it in general. How would you feel? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I, I honestly would be hopeful that I would not be like judgmental. I mean, I think, I think there's a lot of thoughts around it, right? Like one, why do you have to give an ultimatum, right? At that point, that's kind of questioning to me is like, you shouldn't have to give an ultimatum. At the same time, I don't think it's a horrible thing that they're like seeing what, if they're missing out on anything else, right? I, cause I do think through, if you watch the show, I do think certain people were like, wow, I took a lot of shit for granted. And I really do like appreciate. And I think sometimes that sort of perspective is needed, like a step back for sure. Um, And I guess, I mean, from what we were, well, anyways, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I am a thumbs up for the whole like thing itself. Yeah. (laughs) But it's hard for me to picture like me as a mother in that situation right the reason I asked is because all I kept thinking during those meetups with the family Mm -hmm. was I could tell immediately if the family liked or disliked the partner that that person Mm -hmm. like when they were doing the brand new relationship family meetings right you could yeah. tell from the parents' reaction if they were happy about meeting this new person and like totally open to them being with someone else. Mm-hmm. Or there was one in particular that was like, I don't think it would have mattered who the guy brought. The mom was like not having it because she really liked his current mm-hmm. girlfriend, you know? Yeah. And I think about, and when I saw that, I, I kind of wondered to myself, like, what kind of parent am I going to be when it comes to that? Like what, you know, you always think like, of course, I'm going to support my kid a hundred percent. Right. But not that you will never stop supporting them, but I could see myself being in a situation where I really, really liked someone that my that my child was with and not maybe even not necessarily them but just seeing how how much they grew with this person or you know something like that become super close they come over all the time however it works out right I could see myself being a little disappointed if if they decided to move on I don't think I would show it in the same way that like that particular parent did because I feel like it was a little Mm -hmm. much it was like whoa do you even care what he wants at this point or you're just like wanting you know yeah but I just it's it's gonna be I mean thankfully we are so far away from that right like we're I mean we say that it probably went really quick but right now we feel like we're so far away from that you know phase of their lives Mm -hmm. but yeah it'll just be interesting to see I don't know Yeah. I think my hope for myself as a a parent moving into like those sort of years is to, instead of like, say what needs to be said when it's appropriate, but to also like 
really listen. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, guess we'll see. Guess we'll find yeah. out. <laughs> I was, I swear one of my biggest fears is that either one of my children ends up in like a terrible relationship and I have to somehow navigate. Yeah. Like not showing too much of that like worry and you know like oh like let's just keep our fingers crossed that that doesn't happen (laughs) they're crossed yeah (laughs) how do we want to start this ah that's a good question so I think with that kind of thinking about what kind of parents we will be we could probably start the conversation with what kind of parents we feel like we are now and not like what what kind of parent are you but I guess in a more detailed question would be are there any areas of your parenthood so far that you Mm. are very proud of yourself in have there been times where you're very have you changed anything from beginning to end like in the way that you do things, have you realized anything about yourself that has made you change something for your child and to better your relationship? Let's start there. Let's start with the harder stuff. I think I'm proud of just my ability or not ability, but my want to like keep learning. Mm-hmm. I feel like I do put um, myself into like different resources and stuff that showcase different perspectives of parenting and I would say that I'm proud of myself for that of like constantly wanting to evolve my parenting or like learn it and I think one thing that I have tried it is a constant um obstacle is just not to be as reactive I think it's really easy for me to just like immediately react and just like kind of like be loud, but really trying to like assess the situation of like, is it really warranted or is that just like something natural? Your emotions getting the best of you. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you were able to put it into words like that, like just always being open to growing and changing and being better yeah I think what was that I was just gonna say I think that that's like my unwritten parenting goal is just to like continue continuously want and like work on being better and like being able to recognize in the moment like wow that was shitty yeah (laughs) do better you know yeah and then like figure out okay but how how do I be better? Yeah. I would say on those same lines, cause I feel the same way I am. I am proud of myself for, yeah, always having an open mind to bettering myself and as a parent and growing and learning um, and changing things that I'm doing because I can't parent either of my kids in the same way and I can't parent either of them in the same way their whole lives like Mm -hmm. Charlotte is going to change and grow and learn and as she changes and grows and learns I need to as well you know adapting to those things and not saying that I 
will pick up on all those changes, you know, I mean, that's, it's just hoping, right? Just like hoping that I continue to be open to those changes and do my best to kind of grow with her, um, with my parenting and with her, with her growing in general. I am proud of myself for that. I'm also very proud of myself for, I think I've apologized. I can't even count how many times I've apologized to Charlotte for something that I did wrong. And I know people have like total mixed. I mean, I feel like parenting in general, everything with parenting, people are on opposite sides of, right? Right. And I know that that's something that not everybody is, you know, open to doing or think that that's not something that, you know, you should do or you should do too often or anything like that. But like, I feel like, if I mess up in any other portion of my life, any other part of my life, if I make a mistake, I own up to it and I apologize and I do what needs to be done to try to fix that, you know, that thing. Right. Right. And I just feel like it shouldn't be any different with your children just because they're your kids. I mean, I think it's good for them to see that we are not perfect by any means. And we, you know, we're going to mess up and it's okay. It's okay to mess up, but also you should apologize or like take accountability when you mess up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will agree on that one. Juby, what does she say to me? Sometimes she'll be like, it's okay, mom, mistakes happen. (laughs) (laughs) They're so funny. Yeah. Charlotte, especially just because she's older because she's you know she's five and she's coming into her own and she's figuring out what she likes and doesn't like and it is hard sometimes like we absolutely butt heads sometimes and the girl was born without any sense of urgency (laughs) at all she does not have one drop of urgency in her body like she just it doesn't and I've asked, like, I've randomly been like, at what age do they, does that happen? Do they like realize, you know, the concept of time and that they need to like, you know, do something, you know, quickly or, and I, most people are just like, never, <laughs> like, it's just never, like, it just never comes. And I, I honestly think like, cause when I, you know, the only thing you have to compare it to is your own childhood and I just remember being so terrified of getting into trouble or making someone yeah. upset that like I just did what I had to do when I had to do it. Yeah. Charlotte doesn't have that. <laughs> but I wonder if that has anything to do with like the way you were parented versus the way you're parenting Charlotte. Yeah. It's interesting, like, right? It's like nature versus nurture. Yeah. Maybe she's just, she doesn't feel like like you're not scared of me (laughs) yeah yeah right or something something I guess that that's where my brain went was like well maybe maybe it's not like um yeah maybe it's just like a parenting style thing or like what what was presented to you as like a priority versus what's presented to her as like priority yeah yeah because man it I I I'm the one that takes, I take her to school in the morning. Steven takes Theo. Okay. Um, and they, they get up and leave first 
Mm-hmm. And then I, Charlotte kind of gets up in the middle of them getting ready. And then as soon as they're gone, her and I get ready. And mm-hmm. we have about half an hour to 45 minutes really for the, for the both of us to get ready. And I feel like if I was getting Char ready myself, mm-hmm. it would probably take me five to 10 minutes to get her completely ready from like beginning to end. Yeah. But I've been trying to have her do more of those things for herself and not do everything for her. And I, she knows how to get dressed. She knows how to go to the bathroom. She knows how to brush her teeth, her hair, you know. Um, so I felt like in the beginning, I was kind of doing more of that for her. Mm-hmm. And it was stressing me out because then I was taking, you know, it takes me 20 to 30 minutes to get ready. And then if I'm doing her 10 minutes of stuff on top of it, it was just, it was stressful for me. It was stressful for her. Like I was, I was just rushing through everything. Um, so I kind of let her do her stuff in the morning and get ready. But on the days that we're like really scraping the line of mm-hmm. on time versus late, I'll be like, okay, okay, boots and coat, boots and coat. You know, like I'm, you know, I'm I, like my energy has gone up. I'm like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like run, run, run. Like I'll try to, and she's like, oh, okay. And then she'll be like, hey, mom, remember that time when we went to, you know, <laughs> just like, boots and coat, boots and coat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's thankfully, well, not thankfully, but we run it, I run into the same issue of like trying to learn to like step back and like really encourage her to just do things on her own, not because she doesn't know how, but just because it's like easy and it's like routine for like me to help her get dressed or me to help her brush her teeth. Um, (laughs) she'll get so irritated sometimes. Like, why can't you just help me? (laughs) And it's like, it's not that I don't want to help you, but like, I just want to see I don't know. You know, it's just like so, it's just so hard. Um, but I don't have most of the time, I don't have to be anywhere Mm -hmm. in the morning. Right. I'm just with the girls. So if Alonzo, um, if Alonzo for whatever reason, doesn't bring her to school, uh, then I have to, and I'm like, I was getting stressed out. I'm like, we're going to be late. Like, you know, rush, 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 high energy. But then I'm like, who is going to care if this girl is late? Like I am stressing the both of us out for no reason. So I feel like that's been like my excuse of like, I'm like, well, just so you know, Juby, if we continue at this pace, you will be late. (laughs) If you're cool with that, I'm cool with that. And just like explaining to her, like, this is what you're going to miss out on if you're late, right? You do circle when you first get to school. So if we don't get up on time, that's what you're going to miss. So, you know, if you're chill with that, we'll just keep, we'll just keep going. (laughs) But then I feel like sometimes when I explain it that way, it's just like, oh my gosh, yeah, let's go. We're going to be late. Come on. on, (laughs) The minutes are, what did she say? How many, how many minutes do we have? Or we have no more minutes. That's what she'll say. We have no more minutes. We have no more minutes. (laughs) That's funny. Cause you guys sound like 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 Charlotte's still her 
I've barely been able to figure out how to explain to her like days, like girl just does not understand the concept of time. Like we've, we've got her all the books to try to explain. And we've like talked to her in like different ways. I find we finally have it explained to her or where she like retained the information of when you have breakfast, when you have lunch, when you have dinner, mm-hmm. <laughs> like what time of day those things happen. And then uh, we've narrowed down. So like, she doesn't understand hours or minutes or days. I mean, she knows like the days of the week and months of the year and stuff like that, but it's now it's just sleeps. Like how many mm-hmm. sleeps mm-hmm. until blank. Right. Sure. Yeah. But, but sometimes she confuses that with like, if she takes a nap at school, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I had to be like, no. Night sleeps. And I feel like Alaska is one of the hardest places to explain day versus night to a child because in the winter, dark all the time. In the summer, light all the time. So there's not many days where we actually have like night and day. Yeah. So trying to like, again, why I like that, like $20 clock that I bought off of Amazon has been like the nicest thing ever. Yeah. I feel like that did work really well for her. Yeah. Because it's, it try. how do you explain to a kid? Like, you know, I mean, I just used it the other night, um, a few weeks ago when it first started being light past like seven o'clock, like her normal bedtime yeah. is anywhere between eight and eight 30. Mm-hmm. And when it started to be like, still kind of light around that time, she was like, why am I going to bed? It's still light out. And I'm like, but look at your clock. Like, it's just getting lighter because we're getting closer to summer, but look mm-hmm. at your clock, like the moon's on your clock. And she's like, oh, okay. And it's like, yeah visual for her to know night versus day and when she can get out of it just the other morning it was 7 a.m her son comes on her clock at 7 30 it was 7 a.m and she came into my room it was while theo and steven were in barrow and she was like uh mom why is it taking so long for the sun to come off my clock? <laughs> I was like, because it's too early. It's 7 a.m. It's not time for the sun to be on your clock. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows how long she'd been sitting there watching that clock, like eyes wide open, waiting for the sun to come on. Like for real. She does get up early, huh? Yes. Yes. I will, for anyone that has a child that like, they're trying to figure out how to have them like get more sleep or if it, you know, anything like that, I will put the link to this clock in the show notes. Cause honestly, I got it off Amazon. It has been so helpful. And what I kept thinking when she stayed the night with you guys is we should have sent the clock. Mm. Like we should have sent the clock because we've sent it before with Danielle and even Danielle's girls. Cause she sleeps in their room with them will mm-hmm. know. And they're like, do you see the sun on your clock? When you did, then don't get up. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, they were joking so- about changing it till like 10 AM oh, <laughs> for the sun. Yeah. <laughs> like I would, that would not happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how do you feel? Do you feel like between 
your two kids that you it's quote unquote easier to parent one over the other or yeah we'll just leave it at that man it's kind of hard because they're like at different ages right but even if I think about like Charlotte at at Theo's age Mm -hmm. I feel like in certain ways Charlotte was easier and in certain ways Theo is easier like they're so opposite they're so opposite like they they are opposite babies at least up till this point of Theo's life at least up to a year and a half they've been completely 100% opposite of each other yeah in almost every way really um so I feel like with Charlotte she was very cautious and we didn't really have to worry about her uh getting into anything or hurting herself like we literally didn't have to baby proof anything because all we'd have to we'd just be like charlotte no don't you know you know better or no don't touch that and she'd just be like oh okay and then she'd just keep going like there was no (laughs) yeah just didn't do it uh theo will look right at you while you're saying no and laugh hysterically while he continues to do whatever it is that you told him not to <laughs> so, yeah. in that way charlotte was much easier but in the in another way like theo will actually play by himself he'll go, he'll just go and kind of do his own thing like he doesn't need as much what would you call that he wouldn't he doesn't need as much like constant interaction like yeah. charlotte did like charlotte needed us to be around all the time 100% of the time and that's I feel like probably more first kid versus second kid yeah yeah that's what I was thinking when you were kind of explaining that almost like I feel like it's similar here Alonzo and I were just talking about it today how we feel like Spencer's very similar but just like more intense with like her actions I guess but at the same time Spencer has had Juby to watch the entire time mm-hmm. of her life. And it's not only that we've had Juby around, but Mooney has had everybody else around, right? Like there's just so many more kids right? <laughs> at this point, I feel like. So I feel like she gets to see and she has had a lot more like children interaction for her to like build and figure out like what she wants to do. Whereas you talked about this before like when Charlotte was little you guys kind of like just stayed in like you didn't go out and I feel like with a first kid that can be or at least I I could relate to it a little bit of just or at least more so like with Spencer I don't know yeah it's like I don't want to go to the store with the baby but like sure I'll go to the store with my toddler and my newborn like that's easy you know so I I feel like we were out um we weren't like doing play dates and and not that and I guess too like we didn't have other like I didn't have a lot of friends who also had kids at that time whereas now that I have Spencer there's yeah there's just a lot more children to play with yeah well and I feel like right we kind of not flocked uh we kind of stuck to those friends we kind of like migrated towards those friends with kids Mm -hmm. after we had our first kid Mm -hmm. and then we're still with those same friends so like 
we just keep multiplying yeah it's like oh here's another one you know throw that <laughs> yeah. one on the pile you know <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah the they didn't really have each other as much you know initially but now they're a constant yeah but for the new ones they're a constant like they've always been there right yeah it's well because yeah really juvie's only real most of her interaction was with your nephews right yeah mm -hmm. that was like her biggest not relationship but her biggest like like friendship yeah yeah um especially when she was with your mother-in-law mm -hmm. um because yeah she had them too so um and they're way, not way but they're I mean quite a bit older at least at that stage old, for her yeah. yeah yeah Julie asked me the other day she was like when Charlotte and I met could we talk <laughs> and I was like uh yeah probably not very well I was like trying to think I was like I think you were probably like almost two like they were actually pretty young yeah I, I remember Charlotte kicking Juby in the face hmm. because at Nancy's house was is the first time I can remember them interacting Charlotte was sitting down and Juby could only crawl she couldn't walk yet hmm. and so she crawl she like crawled up to her and Charlotte was just like 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 whoa what is this and then kicked I mean she it wasn't hard and it wasn't you know we we nobody started crying or anything but it was just like whoa because we were like oh they're definitely both used to just being the only children mm -hmm. but I don't think that's when they actually started seeing a lot of each other that's just the first interaction I can remember between them oh, yeah okay so I personally feel like it is easier for me to relate to Juby for whatever reason mostly because I think Juby is also very empathetic or at least like her in her age right now she's very like emotional mostly she just needs somebody to like be there and like listen and I I just feel like that's she just like sometimes I'm like we are exactly the same like we're exactly the same. This is what I would want. And that's like what she responds to or like the way she needs me. I'm like, yeah, that's how I would want somebody to respond or something. So I do sure. feel like sometimes it's, it just feels like easier to parent her. And it's hard to say that too, because I do feel like Spencer is, and you know, she's not even two. She's, I don't know how old she is, 21 months, <laughs> whoever keeps track of age like that. No, dude. Um, two like, in August, a year and a half. Like. Yeah. <laughs> You're not far away from two, but you know she's not she's not talking um a whole bunch. I don't know. She's just she's just harder for like I don't know what to do for her like right away. Um, so I do feel like she challenges me a little bit more as a mom and like really having to not be reactive because I can get so frustrated with her so easily or a lot quicker than I do with Juby. I, I feel like if I'm like trying to look, look in on myself, you know? Yeah. So that I do think that that has been, um, tougher, 
or more tough. <laughs> it's so, I don't know. It's like parenting is like so hard to like the relationships are so hard to explain because I do feel like both my relationships with them are very different. Yeah. I, I feel like it's right now the opposite for me. Like, I feel like I get way more frustrated with Charlotte than I do Theo because Charlotte, I can communicate with, I can talk to. And even when I'm telling her certain things like she is at the point in her life where she is asking more questions and and girl has asked you know I mean she is like champion we were getting our hair done the other day and Nancy was like okay Charlotte you can ask two more questions. That's all you have. You have two more questions <laughs> that I will answer for you. And that's it. Cause she will, she'll just, she, I mean, it's, and I, and I've told this to Stephen before. It's like, I love it. I love that she's questioning things, but sometimes she'll straight up ask you a question that she 100% knows the answer to and just wants to make conversation. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Or she will ask a question that she just doesn't really care what the answer is. She already knows the answer in her head. So if, you know, she's, yeah. she's challenging more, she's, she's talking back more. She's, you know, um, mm -hmm. so I think she's challenging me more right now because of that. And that's also kind of a fine line because it's like, I want you to question things. I want you to be independent. I want you to, you know, if I want you to voice your opinion on things, I want you to do all those things. Um, but at the same time, there's like a time and a place sometimes. Like if, if I'm having a conversation with somebody, that's not a moment to come up and ask me about like a toy or something. You know what I mean? Like it just, just trying to navigate like, I want you to be outgoing and ferocious and fierce and, you know, and do all these things, but I also don't want you to interrupt me all the time, <laughs> you know, like, so trying to figure out that balance. And then Theo, I think we just, we struggled with him for so long that first year that now that we're not struggling with him anymore in that same way, he's like fun. <laughs> he's fun. He's so yeah. fun. Like, <laughs> he'll pull he'll play for hours he'll bring you stuff he's just chattering away just talking about stuff he'll go up and just like point to whatever he wants or needs like he and honestly anytime he's kind of the same you and juby anytime he has a meltdown i know exactly why he's freaking out and mm -hmm. it normally it's like i'm sorry but you can't have that thing or you can't go outside right now or you know whatever it is and so we literally just like because he's still doing the like throw himself back thing just like lay him on the floor so that he's in like a safe space mm -hmm. and then we just go about our day and once he realizes we're not paying attention to him he stops and he's fine yeah. it's like it just doesn't last very long and it's way easier for me to do that than like try to explain to charlotte why she needs to not ask me every single time can she be done brushing her teeth when she knows how long she should brush her teeth <laughs> like, yeah for sure yeah for sure do you ever feel like torn or do you ever feel like mm, 
you maybe not spend more time, but do you ever feel like torn between giving out your attention or energy between the two or like making it a priority to, you know, just do something with Theo or like just do something with Charlotte? So I, I feel like, yes, simple. Yes. Like Stephen and Theo went to Vero this last weekend. And so Charlotte and I had a full Friday through Sunday night. Like we had together, just her and I, and I, especially, I knew that we needed it before it happened before the the weekend even started but after the weekend finished I was like I'm pretty sure we needed that we've been needing that for a really long time and I'm so glad we got that time together because we were kind of on this path of me getting frustrated with her very quickly very easily um where I'd have, you know, I'm, I'm apologizing more or I'm like having to ask her to like, mommy just needs a minute. Can you just give me like, can you, like, I'm just going to go in here. Like, just give me a minute to like, I, you know, trying not to get frustrated. I'm, that was happening more often. And we had the funnest weekend together. We did so many fun things. We had, because her and I are extremely similar. Like we, I swear Charlotte is who I would have been as a kid if it wasn't, if I wasn't scared, right? Like yeah. if those feelings weren't kind of pushed out of me, <laughs> like I, Charlotte is who I would have been as a, as a kid. Like the outgoing um, version of you. What? So like the outgoing kid version of you. A hundred percent. Cause I was that outgoing kid until it was like, until I got scared, honestly, of like, hurting people or upsetting people or people being mad at me so this weekend we had a blast and I we needed it so bad because I do tend to pay more attention to Theo because he still needs supervision like all the time um and yeah it's it's it was very much needed it's something that I will make a priority for her and I at least to like go out for a meal or go out for like a little girl's date or something more often mm-hmm. because it had been a long time before we, since we had had some alone time and that it was a hundred percent necessary that's good I'm glad you guys had it yeah what do you think on your on your end yeah for sure I for me I think it's really easy for me to say things like can you just give your sister a crayon? Like, can you just, can you just share that with your sister? Like, you know, because Mooney is getting upset that she doesn't have what Juby has. And it's just in my brain so much easier if Juby could just, you know, just give her whatever that she's upset about when in, when it's not necessarily true. Like Juby doesn't need to all of a sudden share just because Mooney is throwing a fit, right? Like, Mooney could find her own thing or like do I don't know I feel like sometimes I give in to Mooney a little bit more just because she's quote-unquote like baby um and knowing that the problem could be solved much quicker and quote-unquote easier if Juby could just like um 
sacrifice isn't the word, but you know what I mean? Like give what, give a piece of what she's doing. So I do feel like guilt a lot that way specifically, but I agree. I think it's really important. I think for the older kids, I think, because you said the younger two do still need supervision and they are still in that like baby category it's just easier to quote unquote baby them or they maybe not baby them maybe that's not what I meant it's just they need naturally I feel like they need more of our attention yeah definitely so like my attention with Juby I do have to be really intentional about it yeah because if I'm not it's just like this secondary thing that I know probably doesn't feel good on her end you know Mm -hmm. so doing things like even just even like when we went to when we took them to the ballet like just them I think little things like that are super fun or I do think it's important that I do things with Juby or like Alonzo does things with Juby but sometimes like the this last weekend Brooke was like hey there's um there's a little mermaid play. Can I bring Juby? So just like having somebody to just like giving her like yeah. the spotlight and like doing, going to do something that she wants to do, I think is, is, is good for her. So she still feels like seen and uh, important. And I think as Mooney gets older, I think it'll be important for us to do the same thing on their end. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say as as Theo gets older too, I feel like I'll have to kind of be just as intentional with my time and Stephen's time alone with him, and like you said, like family members and stuff. Like we've talked about, you know, Kenny and Bree taking Charlotte for the night just so that she has like some kind of same thing, like just like oh, she'll just it just makes her feel special and like right. Yeah, I think that's really important to just let her know that like just because Theo's here and he's, you know, small smaller and we think everything he does is cute and you know, like I know that I can I know how frustrating that must be. I mean, I think we you and I are in an interesting position too, because I my perspective is from the younger child yeah. of two. And your perspective is from the older child of two. Right. And so I can see how the younger child kind of does feel a little like, I think it's like the same, but in different ways. You feel kind of overshadowed or forgotten or the afterthought, the, I know how that feels as a younger child. Mm Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's why my brother hated me was because I stole the spotlight from him unknowingly. Like I didn't, you know, he, he said when literally when I was like six days old that I ruined his life, you know, (laughs) as a (laughs) three-year-old. So, um, I, I think it's interesting, like what we bring from our childhood into like the way that we parent, right? Because the only thing we have to go off of is how we were treated. And obviously there are many things in my childhood that I 
don't ever want to bring to Charlotte or Theo's childhood, but specifically kind of Charlotte. I always kind of, I see myself in her so much that it's like her that I really focus on how I'm, how I'm treating her, how I'm talking to her, what she, what she's doing, what she gets to do, what she doesn't get to do. Like, I, I will say that I, and so far, you know, again, Theo's so young, uh, but so far I've put way more of that into her to make sure that I'm doing the best I possibly can for her because I just see myself in her so much. Like, I just want her to have anything and everything that I didn't have as a child from my parents. Mm -hmm. And I want to protect her from ever feeling certain ways that I did I know that's virtually impossible (laughs) but I want to do my best you know Hmm? I said eye roll I've just you know don't want her to feel certain ways because we've like felt it so stupid yeah (laughs) as they will and it'll probably hurt that much more yeah I just don't ever want her to feel certain things from me right right right. right. that I felt from my parents like and that I can that is something I can't control right like um I think I think that that's like our job as parents right is to like really reflect on how we were parented mm -hmm. and take out the things that we loved and apply them and remove the parts where we didn't feel, you know, or that we didn't love and figure out how to revise them. Um, yeah. So I'm that. curious, this brings me to, this This brings us to my question that I really wanted to ask. I'm glad you said that because it reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> so our upbringings are very different. Yeah. I'm curious because for me, my parenting is literally starting from scratch. Like there is zero. Yeah, there's zero. <laughs> I'm like, let me check. <laughs> nope. I wasn't parented. <laughs> yeah. There is basically zero things that I am bringing from my the way that I was parented in the way that I parent. Yeah. I mean, if we, you know, if we want to split hairs, there might be a like couple little things, but I'm, the slate is basically clean. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm curious from someone who, I I know you didn't have like, you know, it's not like you had a perfect childhood or anything like that, but I think yours was, it's pretty, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was was pretty good. um, Privileged. (laughs) So I'm curious, my question is how, how does, like, are you basically, so my, my slate is clean. Like I'm, I'm starting from ground zero. Do you feel like you had slash have a very good foundation for parenting? Like, were you worried at all? Were you like, walk me through that a little. Um, yeah, I think I had a really good foundation, just not only do I think my parents did a good job, but I also had um, really great grandparents who I was with 
a lot who in my eyes also did a good job um so I think I think that for sure helped like if I could be anything in life I just want to be like my grandma Dini for real (laughs) um that's so cute (laughs) Nancy the other day that I shared that like old photo and my, my hair is like super blonde. And she was like, oh my gosh, you look like grandma Dini. I was like, that is the best compliment. Ever. <laughs> I love um, it. No, I, I mean, there are definitely things that I will do or say as a parent and I'll be like, oh, why does it, why do I feel some type of way about that? And I'm like, oh, because my mom would react that way mm-hmm. and it would make me feel this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like that's shitty. Let's not do that. Um, and I think what stands out to me sometimes about my childhood is like, my mom was really the one who disciplined. I don't really remember my dad ever having like those sort of conversations with us. It was always my mom. Um, so I think maybe that's something that I just want to be like aware of because I do feel like that kind of put a strain on you guys yeah maybe not a strain but I do think that that like affected something along the lines but yeah I I yes I think the long answer short is yes I do think there was a good foundation along I was showing along I was like oh do you want to see the girls' Easter baskets Uh, because those are just I just do all those things because I enjoy it and um he's like, dang, he's like, what the hell? He was like, how do you know how to like do this? Like, did your mom like do this? I'm like, yes, she did. And that like, you know, so like certain things like, like that, where I remember feeling like, oh, this is just like so magical or like being super extra with our like decorations or just random little like artsy stuff. I'm like, I really loved that. And I know that Juby loves that. So I want to like be that for her. Yeah. And, you know, my dad always like, I feel like we were outside all the time. We were camping all the time every weekend. So like really trying to embody that because again, I know how much I loved it growing up of like, what can we be doing outside or, and Thankfully, you know, I have had a really good relationship with my parents and we do still live in the same place, you know, two streets down from each other. So it's really easy to like go do those things with them. Yeah. Um, Just, it is just a little bit different dynamic now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I feel like I am. I know I'm looking forward to, I'm not looking forward to, I'm not trying to speed anything up, but I look forward to the days that I can have like deeper conversations with Charlotte and just let her know that like, and, and Theo too, obviously, but Charlotte's closer, just letting her know, like, I am just, I tell her all the time how thankful I am for her and how much I love her and how lucky we are to be you know her parents and does she ever does she ever go like I know you say that yes oh my gosh so many times I'll be like Charlotte you're beautiful you know 
no matter what, you know, I'm, I'm always telling her how beautiful she is and how much I love her. And she's, there have definitely been times, especially with the beautiful comment where she's just like, I know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) People will be like, what you love me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I can't wait to have those conversations of like, I just really letting her know like how thankful I am for her and her spirit and like our relationship um before I ever got pregnant I always used to say like I really hope I have a girl one day because I (laughs) I did not think I was gonna get emotional on this episode um I want to have the mother-daughter relationship that I never had. It's kind of like my second chance. Yeah. And that sounds like I'm putting a lot of pressure (laughs) on it, but I'm not. I'm very conscious of of that. Um, But I'm just, every time she makes me laugh or like I make her laugh, we're just like having a good time. Like that one night, over the weekend we literally just made like a huge bed out of the couch pushed everything together and like sat there and ate ice cream and watched a movie like Mm -hmm. that's my idea of a good time that is her idea of a good time like we just had so much fun together and I'm so thankful for our relationship where it is now and I know that it may not it's I know that it's definitely not always going to be this way right because kids grow up hormones teenagers relationships all these things happen but I know that we'll always be close because I will always fight for us to be close if anything you know tries to come in between us for whatever reason you know like I will it'll never get to the point where I am with my dad or it'll never, you know, get to the point where it has in the past with my mom. Like it's just never going to happen. I'm, I will never let that happen because I will always fight for our relationship if I need to. Yeah. But I have a, I have a feeling (laughs) that I won't need to because she's always going to know how much I love and care about her and how thankful I am for her. For sure. I don't think she'll ever question it either. Yeah. Kids, man. I know. It's intense. Like when you really sit back and think about being parents, going through the pregnancy, having the baby, like all these things, and then watching them grow up and what that means for the rest of your life, it's just crazy. It's so yeah. crazy. It's so wild. I was trying to clean out my phone earlier today with like photos and videos because we both now (laughs) have so many and I was trying to clean out my videos and I was like watching all these like old videos of not even old just like a year ago of Juvie and just like how different she is like what the fuck that's so crazy or sometimes I'll just look at her and I'm like how is she about to be five like that was a rough one for me insanity yeah that's insane it's like they're a real life kid you know they are yeah yeah (laughs) gosh yeah but I guess kind of circling back to 
the beginning. I think that's one, one of my, one thing that I feel like from my childhood that I would like to really focus on with her and Mooney, but I think it, it's easier for me to picture it with her because like you said, she's she's on her own little human, um, is to just like, listen and like observe. I feel like I just needed people to listen and observe and like, not, I don't know. I think it's so easy to like, maybe not so easy. It's so hard to even talk about this. I feel like, because it's like theoretical, right? Like we don't sure. really know, have no idea yeah. know what's going to happen, but, um, you know, from my own experiences of like growing up, there were definitely like times where even like in elementary school, where you'd like cheat on a test, like I got caught like cheating on a test or something, or, you know, and then like those things like gradually, like maybe get bigger and bigger, like as you grow up, right. Essentially we make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I am hopeful that instead of just like punishing, like, I just, I want to be curious within my parenting. I just, I want to ask questions and I want to allow space for my kids to explain and explore the situation instead of being so reactive. Yeah. I think that's my, my biggest goal. I think as parenting is to just stay curious and to really watch like how I'm, how I'm reacting to certain situations. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good goal because really when it comes down to it, you know, I have, I have had these conversations with Steven, I'm pretty sure you and whoever else I've talked to about parenting, but, you know, from the background that I have, a lot of my worry as a parent has been that I'm not, that I'm going to cause those same feelings, or actually I don't ever want Charlotte to think of me as like, you know, that I don't love her, that I don't, you know, all of these things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a bad parent, right? That's like my biggest fear is like being a bad parent. But really, when it boils down to it, like when you take away all the, you know, parenting techniques and tools and making sure they're eating well and all these things, you know, all of these pieces that I feel like we put on ourselves as parents, especially nowadays, when you take away all of those things, what it comes down to is do you love your child? Mm -hmm. Do you, do you even care about being a good parent? And if the answer is yes to the, both of those questions, like you're fine, (laughs) you know, like you're doing the best you can. You want to be the best parent you can for your child and you love your child to death. Like that's really all you need. Right. To be a good parent. You know what I mean? Like I, I just feel like sometimes we can get so caught up in, are we feeding them the right things? Are they getting enough sleep? Are they, do they need a routine? Do they not need a routine? Should I be a little more gentle? Should I pull in the reins a little bit more? Am I, am I being too hard on her? Am I not being hard enough? Am I, you know, for me, that is a, that's a constant that I really have to like rein myself in on a couple of times, you know, like, and just remind myself, like I'm human. I love her. I would do absolutely anything for both of them, not just her. I love both of them. I, I would do anything for them. 
uh, I got caught up talking about Charlie. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I want to be the best parent I can be for both of them at all times. And I'm, that's all I can do. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I agree. Sometimes we have to like strip back all the, what you just said and just remind ourselves that as long as we can show them our love, we are good because it does get a little overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. And social, social media really doesn't help. Like it can help, but it also cannot. And I think in our like generation, we have to be able to like recognize when it's not helping and really Mm -hmm. take action on that. Yeah, definitely. Cause it, yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot right now. And I feel like it's very easy to believe you're doing something wrong right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, in order to feel like you're doing something right, it's, it's way harder to get to that point. Like, I feel like I stumble across 10 things a day that I'm like, Ooh, you (laughs) you know, like, is that, I feel like, am I doing that wrong? You know, is that wrong of me? Very little things, very little times do I, am I scrolling? And I think like, Oh, I'm doing, I'm I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Right. You know? Yeah. So I think just really focusing on yourself and your situation and your relationship with your kids because they're all different and doing whatever is best for you and your family and and just doing your best in general is all that we can ask for giving yourself some grace (laughs) we do not have to be perfect in every single spot of our parenting like it's just not possible Mm -hmm. and just loving our kids and yeah, just trying to be the best version of ourselves. And then we just have to figure out how to balance all the relationships that we have. <laughs> uh, it's like a beautiful opportunity and thing we get to wake up and do every day. But damn, it's hard sometimes. Definitely. I don't think anyone needs to learn <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, if you have them, you know. And just like, just, you know, to like wrap up our relationship series though, right. To like foster and grow and even like create these relationships on a daily basis is just, it can get a lot. And so maybe we should even end this with like, you also owe it to yourself to have a relationship with yourself. I was just going to say. Right? Yeah, I think we yes. missed one. Yeah. Part four, kidding. This is not the last episode. <laughs> no, but for real, like, I don't think you can really do any of those relationships, spouse, friends, kids, friends, without having a really good relationship with yourself or being able to check in with yourself and being like, okay, what is it that I need? Because unless, you know, unless that energy is good, then you really can't really go anywhere from there. Yeah. 100%. I, yeah, I was just going to say the exact same thing. Like, I think what we learned from this relationship series is the most important relationship is the one with yourself. Mm-hmm. that should definitely be put first before all of those other ones. And I feel like if you have a good relationship with yourself, then 
all of those relationships will follow. Yeah. And also something that ebb and flows, right? Like mm-hmm. you're going to go through hard seasons, like with yourself where it is tougher to figure out what it is that you need or discovering or uncovering the emotions that you're having or why things, why certain things are coming up. And you think it's just, yeah, important to have some time to like sit and reflect wherever that may be for you. Um, maybe you notice that like you, the re- your relationship, your spouse relationship has been like harder to navigate. And maybe it's, maybe it's actually like having to take a step back and being like, okay, but is there something that I need? Am I missing yeah. something? Right. Am, Doing is there something that I can do for myself. Right. So that I can then figure out, you know, why this relationship isn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I, I mean, I think, I know I just went through that recently with um, a good friend of like, gosh, this friendship just seems like so hard to navigate right now. But when I was, when I, I mean, it was hard, but when I could take a step back and be like, oh, actually it has everything to do with me and like certain things that I'm feeling that are coming up. So I have to take care of that first. And then once, once I'm, you know, taken care of, then I can kind of figure out how to then move forward and it's easier to move forward in those like outer relationships once you've figured out what you need right yourself definitely because then you can voice those and yeah it's definitely much easier to explain to the person what's going on when you understand what's going on with yourself yeah well that was a journey yeah (laughs) good little series (laughs) I'm happy we did a relationship series. I can't believe we hadn't touched on those things before. I think we maybe have just some like little teeny tiny pockets, but never like to full extent. So I'm glad we did it. For sure. All right. Are we ready to wrap up? Yeah, I think so. If anybody has any other suggestions for episodes, please let us know whether that is series related or not yeah we're always we would love to hear what you guys want to hear absolutely um and you can do so by emailing us at mmpodcast1 at gmail.com or hitting us up on any of the social media platforms at mental m podcast mm-hmm. yep you can find me jordan that's who's talking (laughs) uh on instagram at torres j misses with an extra a and j and you can find me on instagram at denise serino i totally forget that people get our voices mixed up i know (laughs) even your mom said that she got her our voices mixed up sometimes especially when we first started yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it happens anymore. But yeah, when we first started, I thought it was funny. Funny. Okay. Uh, cool thing I forgot to tell you that I'll just tell you here. Um, one of my coworkers, uh, I was telling him about the podcast and stuff, and he was like, "What do you talk about?" And I'm like telling him, blah blah. And then I was like, "Yeah, we're just." Uh, or he said, "When do episodes come out?" And it was when the friendship episode had come out. Mm. It was like literally that Monday and I was like every other Monday we actually just had one like one came out today 
and I had said it's about like navigating adult friendships and he was so funny he like looked he just like shifted his whole body language to just look at me and he was like oh god I need that one (laughs) so it was cool like he was like oh my gosh I need to listen to that. Nice. Uh, so that was cool. I haven't seen him, I don't think, since to, to check in with him. But I was yeah. like, oh, that's a good reaction. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I love it. Uh, well, thank you, uh, Jordan's coworker, for listening. <laughs> if you're listening to this episode. And thank you, all of you, for listening. Thank you for joining us on this journey and every journey and we love you make sure to like share comment rate and review our podcasts on whatever listening app you are listening on if it allows for it and we'll see you next time yep bye Bye.